0: The Power Trip is a proud member of the Kaiju Ramen Podcast Network. You can find more more phenomenal Kaiju and Tokusatsu content at kaijuramanmedia.com.
1: What's up everyone? It is JDF the Green Ranger and you are
0: listening to The Power Trip. It's more for time. Issa! happy halloween listeners with attitude i'm michael and i'm nathan and we're continuing our journey through the power rangers franchise
1: in today's episode we're discussing mmpr episodes 25 and 54.
0: Hello, listeners with attitude. It is good to see you on this spooky holiday. Ah. Oh, it seems as though I've got a new co host and he sounds ah. a lot better. You sound a lot better than my old co host. You're a lot more coherent. Ah.
1: Ah. 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 Ah brunchmaster activated
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: you know that's the most co- that is that is the most intelligent thing you've said all season marchand <laughs>
1: Go to whatever version of Hell was in Power Rangers. Because <laughs> <laughs> there have been several.
0: <laughs> may the power of Dora Satan. Uh, may the power uh, of wrong. Satan. No,
1: no, 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 no. Sentai's next season.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's made Satan Frank smite you. Oh boy. You can have, okay. Happy Halloween listeners with attitude. This is welcome to our Halloween special where we're probably going to be a little bit sillier than normal because yeah,
1: yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. And, and much like power Rangers, we're, we're going to do a Christmas special too, because that's how things work. That is how things work. Uh, but this is. is a welcome break from
0: What we're watching for the main episodes? Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! This is such a welcome break. Like I get it. Like MMPR, it's it's basic, you know, whatever. But this is so. This is such a welcome change from what we've been watching. Now, to be Uh, fair, though, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah,
0: To be fair, look at you,
1: Ninja Steel there might be, be a double rantmaster coming for
0: this to be fair to <laughs> be fair our our episode on dino charge was fantastic because we both love dino charge thank you alex cornett for joining us for that episode uh and i will say our next
1: just, mainline episode actually that just came out As of this recording, well, not as of this recording, but after we but before we publish this one, is on the 2017 movie. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack.
0: Thank you, Jack. Thank Uh, you, Jack. Jack
1: O' Lantern Hudgens.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yes. I forgot. I forgot we went a little out of order. I thought because I thought our actually thought our next episode that we're going to publish the next mainline episode was on Ninja Steel. Sorry, Jack. Um, but yeah, our our as of the time of this recording. (laughs) We intentionally did totally that listened. to give
1: ourselves a break and because I'm covering that on the film vault too, the monster <laughs> on film vault. So it was very we, serendipitous.
0: It was. And like, like we said, this is a very much welcome change from what we've been watching. Although I will say, and not to give away too much, Ninja Steel has been okay with a couple of... Characters that I don't necessarily care for, but we'll but we'll save that for the discussion. So Nathan, Nathan, we are this is our Halloween special episode because we felt it was appropriate. Um,
1: So we are looking at well the the quote unquote Halloween episodes from MMPR season one. mm -hmm. One is actually Halloween. The other one is.
0: Not quite. Not quite. Not yes.
1: quite. Quite. So this is where we awkwardly transition to the so, epic rock music and I give I, the plot I, synopsis. I
0: was gonna say, do you wanna just go ahead and cue yeah, the music? Yeah, we'll epic we'll mark? do
1: that because we're gonna we decided to be even more like Henshin men today because that's how we roll, right? Right <laughs> Cue the
0: epic rock music!
1: Episode 25, Life's a Masquerade. Rita Repulsa creates her own Frankenstein monster and sends him to crush Ernie's Halloween party. With the Rangers distracted, the Moon Crew concocts new clay to create super putties. The Rangers are in for a heck of a monster mash. So, okay, so Nathan, I'm going to let
0: you... St- start the discussion on this because this was what apparently the first episode of mmpr you ever watched or one of the earliest Oh no, the first one i saw was was terror toad that's right it was whatever episode... i just
1: remember this one very distinctly
0: right that yeah it, your first episode I, i'm now that i'm remembering it was the episode with terror toad the name <sighs> of the episode is escaping me Congratulations, but, worst co host ever. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All this begins to run together after a while, to be honest. um It's been a long year. How guys. could you
1: fuse Bulk and Skull for the two idiots on Ninja Steel?
0: <sighs> Bulk and Skull have infinitely more dignity than those two. Anyway, we'll Ninja
1: get to that play. in that episode.
0: Life's a Masquerade. um I mean, this is one of the sillier episodes, I feel like, of MMPR. but it's so entertaining. It is maybe I
1: maybe I'm just reeling from Ninja Steel right now, but going back to this, I'm like, yeah, it's goofy, but there's so much charm.
0: <laughs> oh, there is, there is, there, there is. There is so
1: much charm here.
0: There is, and I and honestly, like this is one of the episodes of this is one of the episodes of MMPR where I feel like the editing was real, like the editing that from from Saban footage and Zoo Ranger footage was actually really well done because. Well, it, a, it, well, sorry. I was just gonna say because essentially they're taking a two-parter from Jew Ranger and then cramming it all in one episode.
1: Yeah. Well, the other thing that it's kind of unique. Now that I stop and think about it, is actually really just kind of the whole franchise, not just this particular show mm-hmm. or even this particular Sentai. Is we have a monster of the week who's basically human. It's just. It's a stunt man with a little bit of makeup, some press and some prosthetics, not some big, crazy rubber costume.
0: Yeah, this is just kind is of the... which
1: does make some of the switching between the footage a little weird, because sometimes you can kind of make well, first off the mask. Kind of looks a little different and you can make out vague Asian facial features. And the the <laughs> the guy uh, for the Saban footage is definitely American.
0: Very American, yes. Pot belly and White. all, or beer, beer gut and all. Very, very American. Um, but yeah, the, like this episode definitely does have its charm. It, it does. This is one of the earlier. Ep- this is one of the actually those episodes that I forgot existed until I rewatched through the franchise.
1: Mm-hmm. And it actually aired the day before Halloween in nineteen ninety three. Unlike the second episode.
0: Yeah, so this is a proper. This is actually a proper Halloween episode.
1: Yeah, it's a proper Halloween episode. It has a Halloween party. This is a Rita is being petty episode.
0: <laughs> fa- yeah, essentially, essentially, Rita wants to wants to make sure that the Rangers are not having fun at their party, and she and, know, and that, if
1: the, and if he ma- happens to kill them, that's great.
0: That's fine. And if he happens yeah. to kill them, and it, or or if he just happens to stumble in and interrupt their party with really interpretive dance.
1: We'll talk about that in the awards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the funny thing is, is that this is, if you go by Ranger, this is, as far as I know, the second Japanese Frankenstein.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the, like, around the, yeah, around the time this, uh yeah, around, no, well, eh, technically third. It would be third, wouldn't it? Because the gargantuas were referred to as Frankenstein. Yeah
1: the dub yeah and they were really? offshoots of it by the way for those who don't know we're talking about the 1965 toho kaiju film frankenstein conquers the world right or has, frankenstein or frankenstein, versus frankenstein Baragon, as
0: it's also known as so yeah yeah
1: and yeah. then it's pseudo-sequel war of the Gargantuas from
0: 1967
1: right. so so but, you technically know, that's
0: what we're about. so technically it would be like either the second or third japanese frankenstein we've seen and yeah we don't i mean it's not it's not uh, you know japanese uh media has done classic universal monster characters before you look at ultraman oh, this is literary but yeah yeah well uh it's literary and it's it's pop culture frankenstein is mm-hmm. pop culture uh, through the Universal series, Bella Lugosi and the and yeah, the, uh, this Wars is Karloff.
1: definitely inspired by the Universal version.
0: Oh, absolutely, bolts in the yeah, neck, and
1: all. the the neck bolts. Have, because the, actually, the image of the neck bolts is oh, them pulling out the neck bolts to make into a weapon is one of the is one of the images I remember very distinctly from this
0: episode. Oh yeah, and it's actually really, it's actually kind of clever. Really, if you look, I was watching this episode earlier today, and just thinking
1: while well, I was watching Shin Ultraman, I know.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I had to, I had to <laughs> lick my wounds somehow March um, I was watching this episode earlier today and I was just actually impressed by a lot, like how simple this suit lo- or so- how this costume looks, um, because it is severe. It is like one of the most understated kite or monsters of the week we get in mm. Jew Ranger.
1: It's really in it in his power set and his weapons where he gets super sentai nutty.
0: Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the fact that he can grow ginormous, but that's another thing. Um, but yeah, so, so I was looking, I was watching this episode earlier and I, and I just, and really I was impressed with what they were able to do on what appeared to be a pretty minuscule budget for this, for this particular monster of the week anyway.
1: Uh, Well, yeah. And the funny thing is, well this is one of the times where we actually where apparently they were I don't know if they were sent the costume from the Sentai maybe
0: they were I'm not sure it or looks they, like they, they re- I own, think but... they.
1: Re- honestly this looks like one they might have tried to recreate because the yeah. eyes don't look the same
0: yeah the eyes don't look the same the the, costu- the, the costume itself you can obviously I think the shape
1: of the head is different too
0: the shape of the heads is slightly different but you can obviously tell like especially in the torso that is that is that is obviously a pillow stuffed under that gentleman's shirt <laughs>
1: probably although he was tall i will say that he, oh he yeah whoever the mind. actor
0: was i wish i knew who the uh suit actor was for this or the the face actor for frank for the Saban footage but he was a big guy
1: his voice actor is tom weiner oh okay but that's just mostly like <laughs> It's not that impressive. Really? <laughs> they had to, do- like, does he not sound like that? And, and Ranger, I didn't get that far. So I don't know.
0: It's more like, ah, and not, Rrr, uh, you know.
1: The actual form was played by Maroshi Tamura via Sentai stock footage. Are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? That wasn't just the joke? It was JDF. Really? It was JDF the whole time when they were at the party. I thought that was just the joke at the end.
0: I thought that was the joke too. Oh, I did not know that. Actually, I'll have to, I'm going to have to, I'm actually going to have to pull an audible here and look this up on the old Netflix, because that's the quickest way for me to do it at the moment. A few moments later. Holy crap. That is JDF. I can see it. (laughs) Okay.
1: I, how did I not see this? How do I, I not uh, recognize this man's chin?
0: <laughs> Holy crap. That is like, I had to. I'll cut most of that out, but what you didn't hear, what you didn't hear me do, uh, listeners at with attitude is go actually pull up that clip on Netflix and look at it again, because I did not realize that was actually JDF. Um, and I know JDF is not that tall, so he definitely has lifts in his boots.
1: I love how the ranger wiki lists the dragon zord as part of Frankenstein's arsenal because he picked it up and threw it at the Megazord.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so that is, that's actually a good segue to talk about like the actual, like the actual zord, the actual footage, the zord footage is you ranger footage in this episode, because like with, with like what we talked about with mighty more from power rangers is a lot like everything you see with the zords and a lot of the stuff you see with their weapons that's ju ranger footage because they were trying to you know maximize that budget as much as possible but i will say this is one of i was watching that episode earlier today and this was probably one of the most intense fights that i remember from from uh, mighty morphin power rangers yeah, because yeah because because frank makes the megazord look like a chump
1: yeah but that's because they made a uh, they turned uh, one of the most powerful monsters in Zyu Ranger into a w- funny one-off monster of the week for Halloween.
0: <laughs> right. So because like a little bit of background, we we'll, we won't go too deep into it cuz we'll save Centa. We're going to save Zyu Ranger for season 2 of the Power Trip. Um but essentially it might
1: even be the season premiere.
0: But essentially um this 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 one this one single episode the footage from this one single episode is taken from a two-parter in Jew ranger where the conce- this where the concept is that you know Rita Bandora not Rita Bandora no just now, Bandora that's the audio drama that's the audio drama sorry that's my uh, sister are we going to talk about spooky scary skeletons? Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, whoa, whoa, I got my whoa, cameo whoa, whoa, in whoa, whoa. I'm done
1: who, I hate this who, show shut up who, michael
0: who let this a- Come on, Nathan, get,
1: I'm a snarky bonehead. Get it right.
0: <laughs> anyway, I will see myself out in my trailer. Bye-bye. It is humorous to me to think it is humorous to me to think that one of the most powerful monsters of the week from Ranger was Frankenstein was a, mm-hmm. was a Japanese version of Frankenstein. I find that really hilarious because like I, like I was saying before I was rudely interrupted by the snarky bonehead, um, <laughs> That that the, this episode was basically just spliced footage from a two-parter. Well, technically a three-parter really um, from Ranger. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's, it's funny how things get recontextualized. And by the way, congratulations on not getting interrupted by me for once anyway.
0: Well, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, the, the big fight at the end, it's, it's the highlight of the episode. It's really exciting, crazy intense and ends. I, I forgot how strangely violent this was, and I'm a little surprised they let mm-hmm. this stuff get go uncensored, but actually impaling the monster with the drill? They kept it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's how Frankenstein gets finished off, is with the... What is it? What's the official name? I keep wanting to call it Super Dragonzord, or Mega Dragonzord. Or oh, uh,
0: the official name is Mega Dragon... Or, no, Dragonzord in Warrior Mode. Yeah, I wanted, I always <laughs>
1: want to call it Mega Dragonzord, but... <clears throat>
0: Well, but, I think it was called Mega Dragon Zord at one point, like for the, the funny thing about MMPR is sometimes they don't they forget what they're supposed to call things like. Yeah, uh, like the the power sword is the power zord at a couple of times in, in the season. Uh, well,
1: there there's also the big blaster that they make when they combine all the weapons. I think that's things had about three different names. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so they they actually impale him with it. You see a hole in it. And they didn't censor it. They didn't edit around it. It's like, that's how he dies.
0: I will <laughs> say though, there is clever editing in, there is clever editing on Saban's part because the monster, the the uh, Dora Frank from Ranger doesn't actually blow up. Um, right. right after the skin starts to crack, it basically transforms into another monster that leads into another part of that to, that leads into another episode. Right, uh, and,
1: the, and Monster Two was a different monster, right? In MMPR,
0: yeah, Monster Two, uh, Monster Two is what we, what what Power Ranger fans would know as Mutitus,
1: right, right. So yeah, that you know that's the big highlight of the episode. It's one of the things I remember most distinctly. But we do need to talk about everything else. So the so the Halloween party, and you know the 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 plot point for Zach that never goes anywhere. Chasing is after Angela. that girl is to, Angela. Yeah. Angela. And why are you spurning this man? I it's just, <laughs> why I mean, would you spurn ab, this man? I mean, I, with
0: I, abs like that, why that's the question. I, I, that's the, that's I, I, the, question. And those
1: dance was he's, he's charming. It's just like, you're just mean. Okay. Right. I, this one, if I was Jason after a couple episodes like that, I think I would sit Zach down and be like, dude, she's a mean girl. You deserve she, better. Okay, yeah, it's a good thing I'm not Jason or else that plot point would have ended after about three episodes. (laughs) And she spurns him twice in this episode. Good Lord. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I give Zach credit for persistence, but man,
0: (laughs) I will say, though, there's not a lot of
1: uh, I mean, like like she had she had a put down based on his costume. He says, hey, Angela, want to dance? And he's dressed up like. An Egyptian pharaoh, and she and she just says, "Go back to your tomb, Tut." I'm like, "That's
0: hot. That's cold." Credit to Zach for trying. Like one thing I did notice about this is there wasn't a ton of I would what we would call character development for our rangers. This was a oh. pretty kind of, um, very formulaic weekly episode where yeah, there wasn't necessarily it, a spotlight on one single character.
1: No, but it was still entertaining. I mean, it we was. got, we got to see, we were reminded why bulk and skull are the he- true heroes of the franchise. Oh, and yeah. they who shall not be named until the Ninja steel episode are not,
0: <laughs> you know, I have missed, I have, I've honest, I've honest to God missed um, the, the, the Balkan, Balkan skull stick, stick, stick. There we go. I got it. There. right.
1: Yeah. You, you Use your words.
0: Use my word. Words are hard. It's, it's getting late. So yeah, I've uh, honestly, we've seen some really terrible, we've seen some really terrible comedic characters up to this point, And I forgot how much I missed Balkan skull, honestly, because right. we've talked, you and I've talked about where, uh, Balkan skull there they're not lowbrow but they're more slapstick they're,
1: they're technically lowbrow but it's a different kind of lowbrow cuz things like slapstick and and puns and things like that are considered lowbrow humor yeah. but there are ways to do it well and mm. even give it a bit of class and yeah we've talked we talked about this Man, it feels so long ago now. Back when we started the show, about how Bulk and Skull are very Abbott and Costello, Mm -hmm. very kind of old school vaudevillian style sort of humor. Oh, yeah. With a 90s flair to it. Oh, yeah. And these actors really sell it. Paul Schreer and Jason Narvi just embody these characters and they do it really well. Oh, they do. And the thing that helps is that you know you have an idea what kind of shenanigans they're going to get into, but they always find ways to surprise you a little bit. So here we get a costume montage where they're like, we need a We need costumes for the Halloween party. So they start going through their closet, trying to find anything they can.
0: My question is how do they have this many costumes at their disposal? Like, do that's, you
1: even watch this show?
0: I know, I know. I like <laughs> that's that's a, that's probably a stupid question to ask, but and I was, compared
1: to what we get later from they who shall not be named until the Ninja Steel episode. This is nothing,
0: right? I know, and honestly, I wish I I honestly wish they would have stuck with the Elvis gimmick. Honestly, because that part that Elvis, part was pretty the funny.
1: Elvis the Elvis joke was actually really funny. It was. It was. It was. I'll be young Elvis. And you be old, old out of Elvis. shape Elvis. <laughs> no, he just says old Elvis. He does say old Elvis. My favorite, <laughs> well, that's I think, the, well, that's my, the implication.
0: My favorite one, my actual, my actual favorite one was when they got the horse costume and they're like, and bulked, like, I'm, I'm not being the back end. I'm not being the back end. Yeah, that was, that was, that was the, uh, that was funny to me, but I, on, it was a, it was a good bit of comedic timing, in my opinion, when they finally show up to the party as well themselves, themselves
1: which was, a joke thats I think it was Kimberly made in a previous yeah. scene. So they just paid that off. Yeah. I forgot how much I miss these guys. I really, you did. know,
0: I forgot how smart, I forgot how smart some of the humor was in mm. the, in the earlier seasons, in the earlier yeah. seasons of power Rangers, specifically yeah. these first like three to four seasons. The, co- the comedy is uh, sp- specifically with bulk and skull was actually really smart because you're right. They did. I, Kim, the well, man. No. Well, uh, I'm not, t- we don't talk about turbo. Remember? Um, uh, yeah, well, and, uh, uh, I didn't necessarily appreciate being their maid. Well, but you made so a second pretty- cameo by, but you were so pretty in that dress. Rito. Um,
1: <laughs> Shut your face before I got it and wear it.
0: So angry, so violent. Um, but like, like you, like you just pointed out, like Kimberly made that joke at the beginning of the episode that they're just going to come dressed as themselves, and they actually come dressed as themselves.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then another sort. Well, I don't know if it's predictable, but it's it's the sort of joke you would expect to see, but maybe not necessarily with Alpha Five. But apparently, Alpha Five's a babe magnet. Look. I can see it. Can I be Alpha 5's wingman? Because I'm going to get a girlfriend in 10 minutes.
0: I mean, as it, long it, as it, like a
1: prior away from the robot,
0: it makes a whole heck of a lot of sense. Look, he's cute. Alpha 5's cute as a button. Uh, but yeah, Alpha 5 shows uh, that up.
1: That wasn't a bunch of girls who are like, you're cute as a button. Like, uh, like someone brought in a puppy. Mm.
0: <laughs> Alpha 5 shows up to their costume party because he's he says, "Well, this is I wanted to hang out with you guys and this was the best opportunity because."
1: Yeah, because the and I'm glad they don't spell it out.
0: Right. I'm glad oh, they yeah. don't
1: spell it out because we're like, "Oh, we get it. You can walk around and people just think it's a costume."
0: Right, exactly. Exactly. That's the that's the and actually what's really funny is it works on it works in for in both ways. In the Alpha 5 is one of the heroes of the franchise he walks in no one thinks any of the wiser then uh Frankenstein uh the Rita's creation walks in and no one thinks any of the wiser and it kind of works on both it kind of works on both sides yeah yeah
1: which that's that's, we see stuff like that all the time but I give them credit for (laughs) I give them credit for like okay the setup is something that we're kind of used to seeing but then they do some goofy stuff with it which we'll talk about I will just say, I just love the whole idea of this crazy, super powerful monster that just gets dragged around by a hot high school girl. It just gets just yanked around for about two minutes. Oh, that's such a, that's such
0: a fun, that's such a fun scene where the whole, the whole shtick, the whole Frank's whole mission is to get the Rangers, obviously. So he's walking around the room, trying to, trying to like attack the Rangers. And he always manages to get sidelined somehow. And what my favorite part of that is this random girl walks up to him and says, come on, you want to dance Frankie? And she proceeds to try to dance with him. And it's, yeah. we'll talk about it in the awards. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't want to spoil it too much, but
1: in the awards, Awards. but then the other thing that we kind of have going, there's a little bit of a subplot going on here that they pay off later. Mm -hmm. Rita's working on them. Super putties.
0: Yep. Yep. This kid, this she's working on, um, she's digging up this special clay that she's going to make her super putties out of. They don't do a ton with it here, but it does set up, um, an episode later. Gung ho. Yeah. Which I think is, might be the next episode from after this. If I'm not mistaken, gung ho might actually be the next episode after this.
1: Uh, here I am fact checking you (laughs) keep talking because it's
0: it's the because it's the it's the it's it's part two of it's part two of zoo ranger so i think it is it i think it might be i think it might be gung-ho it is yeah and uh, the next episode is gung-ho and we both really love gung-ho
1: yeah for sure for sure. And then after that, you get into the big fight and it has it, it's just absolutely insane choreography. Fra- Frankenstein is apparent, apparently moonlights as, a, as a, for all Japan pro wrestling because he does an airplane spin. <laughs> he does a giant swing to, to the dragon sword and throws it at the megazord. It's nutty. You know what I noticed that's actually a little different about this episode. Usually, MMPR, on a typical episode, there are some that diverge from this because other things are going on. right. They typically end on some sort of bulk and skull shenanigan where they make fools of themselves. They but, don't do that here. No, they don't. There's a little bit of a bulk and skull shenanigan because they're like, we're gonna find. It's like we're going to find out who you are, robot skull. give me a can opener and he just has a can opener with him and then they chase after him presumably to open him up with a can opener. Because Alpha wins the costume contest, which makes him even more popular with the ladies.
0: Naturally. <laughs> Seriously,
1: we need. Uh, I need to be Alpha's wingman.
0: <laughs> you might have better luck. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, the problem is he's going to be stealing them all all the time. <laughs>
0: it's true. That is he's
1: true. Robot. It's like I'll just be like I'll just wait for one to get bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But that is true. That is an interesting observation. That you're right. Typically, we do end on some kind of shenanigan or moral lesson or something like that. There really wasn't much here in this yeah. episode.
1: Now, I like the bit. I like the idea that of you know, like Skull just has a can opener in his coat pocket. I don't know why, but he does.
0: <laughs>
1: so it's a cool joke to end on. I just I found that interesting. That it wasn't as slapsticky and outrageous as it normally is.
0: I mean, it, it overall it's a fun episode though. Oh like, yeah. it, it, It's a really fun episode. And that's what I wrote down in my notes too. It's just a fun episode. You have notes. I, yes, Nathan. I take notes every now and then, but it's what I wrote down. It, it is just, it is just simply a fun, entertaining episode. There's not a ton as far as like the, like our whole shtick is we try to find thematics. Mm-hmm. There's really not a lot of thematics with this one. Yeah. Um, I mean, compared to the Halloween
1: episodes that we get a heck of a lot later, this is definitely uh, I would say a a a higher tier yeah. Halloween Power Rangers episode because it's not stock footage
0: right It's
1: not a clip show it's
0: not, not a clip show they actually put effort into making a good halloween special or halloween themed episode so i applaud i applaud them i applaud them anyway you want to move on to the next episode that we're going to be discussing yes
1: sir ah Episode 54, Trick or Treat. Kimberly gets herself on TV's most popular game show, Trick or Treat, but her opponent is a cheating skull. Meanwhile, Rita and the Moon Crew create deadly pumpkins to birth the rhyme tastic and very 90s monster pumpkin wrapper. Now Kim must choose between winning a new car and stopping this rapping rapscallion! I was proud of that one.
0: Actually. That was, that was pretty good. I was trying to find, I was trying to, I was trying to think of a good rapper pun for that, but the best I could come up with was LL cool J shaped pumpkin. Yeah. See, I'm just not on my game tonight, I guess guys.
1: No. No. No, you're not. I mean, MC Pumpkin would have been better than that.
0: Daggone it! See, that would have been MC Pumpkin, uh, uh, uh smashing pumpkin wrappers. That's um, the
1: title of the episode, actually.
0: A uh, title drop. Um uh,
1: smashing pumpkins wrapper or
0: uh, or uh, vanilla pumpkin, pumpkin van- ice, vanilla pumpkin latte ice. <laughs> I really don't. I (laughs) honestly, this is, wait a minute. Why doesn't somebody
1: make like pumpkin wrapper spice lattes? Now
0: pumpkin, ripers pump. There we go. Pumpkin wrap pumpkin, wrapper spice latte. There we go. Actually, we we
1: may have to, we may have to change the title of the episode. Now it may have to be
0: pumpkin, wrapper, spice, pumpkin, (laughs) wrapper, spice. Yes. Makes him sound like he's in the spice girls. Which is makes it even funnier.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine pumpkin rapper being in the spice girls?
0: What would he be? What'd he be? Well, I mean, he'd be, he'd, he'd obviously be pumpkin be, rapper spice or pumpkin. He'd, no, he'd be pumpkin spice. He would just be pumpkin spice. There he we would go. Be pumpkin
1: spice. Although I don't know how he's going to pass himself off as a
0: cute girl. I mean, yeah. With a, with a head that big. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Um. But, he's gonna—he's gonna need one
1: of Diva Tux's corsets to pull it off. I'm sure. He's
0: already wearing a corset. What are you talking about?
1: That's not a corset. It looks like he's
0: wearing a corset. <laughs>
1: it's not a corset. I don't know what he's wearing. I just know that that is the—that that thing is the most cumbersome Lightning Collection figure I have.
0: Oh my god, that thing does not I want li- to stay I, I
1: like this monster. It's Zadie and wonderful. And from Zhu Two, that's the thing. What's one of the things that's right. very different about this episode? Is this is Zhu Two.
0: You will not find this in Ju Ranger at all because this yeah. is not part of yeah. those episodes.
1: So it has the it, it has a lot of this of the Jew Ranger aesthetic, the Japanese aesthetic, the Super Sentai aesthetic, but it's very American. But oh, yeah. good lord, that that Lightning Collection figure, the head oh, yeah. is huge and cumbersome, and the body is so skinny and the legs are so skinny that you can barely pose that thing to make it stand. And even then it will just kind of slowly droop over unless you prop it against something.
0: So tangents aside, uh, what did you think about this episode?
1: Well, it's not, really a halloween episode it sounds like a halloween episode but it's it not it came out in may episode it came out it was released may 30th 1994
0: which Uh-oh. is n- which I, is... I also
1: don't understand why the most popular game show on tv is halloween themed
0: okay all right so so you want to talk Uh
1: about oh rat master
0: <laughs> no no we're let's let's talk about that for a minute so yeah, so the whole the whole the whole premise of this episode is Kimberly is going to go on a game show called Trick or Treat. There's the title drop to compete for a brand new car. Well, we we she doesn't know what her who or I'm sorry, she doesn't know who Only her opponent in California is. California
1: can someone just walk out and j- get onto a game show? <laughs>
0: right. So, she doesn't know who her opponent is until it is later revealed that she will be competing against Skull. And of course, Bulk and Skull do their usual bulk and skull shenanigans and they devise a devious plot to cheat their way to a brand although, new car
1: although the i don't exactly understand how you can cheat at this the, the rules of this game are interesting but kind of vague nebulous at the same time they're vague. very vague yeah because the whole the shtick of this is that everything's halloween themed Right, so our, our host, Idriss, is like Dracula. It is, it is Bella Lugosi. Oh. And there are some interesting connections to his name and everything, because yes. I did research on, like, somebody. And <laughs> <clears throat> and the thing is, should, is, the contestants are supposed to ask the host a quote-unquote trick question, mm-hmm. which how they do it is not how trick questions work you're basically just asking him a question that stumps him yeah for like and, five or ten and seconds
0: and you're basically
1: That's not a trick question
0: and you're basically asking him a question that he would have no other way of knowing
1: yeah it's basically can you stump the host like, right. It's one of those things where it's like the host is saying, I am so smart. You can't stump me
0: essentially, but it's, but the whole, the whole shtick is he, the whole stick of the, the shtick of the episode is it's revealed that the host is pretty stupid. And I feel like, you, I feel like coming out of the gate with what is the identity of the power Rangers is a cheat in my opinion,
1: a little bit, but I have, I've also seen this done in a much better, in a different context. There is an episode of the of a, of the animated series, the Batman, not Batman, the anime series, the Batman. This one was the one that was on on the CW and mm-hmm. was a little bit was more anime esque. And there was a villain who was on. I'm surprised they didn't just make this guy the Riddler, but he was like i forget what his name was but he was this like really portly guy whose shtick was that he was a game show host and he was doing his own little version of the show and he actually gets batman onto the show and the whole thing is that you is that he can answer any question like anybody you can ask him anything and he just knows the answer Mm. and he wouldn't i think he was holding people hostage or something and he said he won't let them go unless you can actually stump him so you know, here comes Batman, the world's greatest detective. And you're, he's got to figure out how to stump this guy. So the question he asked the guy was, what's the true identity of the Batman? And that gave the guy a hard time because he wasn't sure.
0: Right. Yeah. So well, i, I it mean, done,
1: but done better.
0: <laughs> again, it, it, it's a little bit of a cheat. And it's like, it's like a question or not. Sorry, Bulk, but skulls question was. Who is my best? Who is my best friend? But of course they screw it up and bulk is in the audience mouthing. Who is my best friend? And uh, to kind of nod, nod, wink, wink to the audience. Oh, we're trying to cheat here even further. What is my best scheme? I guess it's scheme or scam. It's scam. 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 Yeah, yeah. So it's a weird little game show. And during the game show, what I, what I found, I don't know if I found this so much annoying or if I found it, I don't really know what the point of this was, but they kept jump cutting from really ridiculously silly game show to balls to the wall action and that it was, a was we- so weird and it was really how, uh, weird it was really weird yeah i
1: try to remember who you know what was it i'm thinking godzilla 2014 but what what was something else where people were complaining about how they kept cutting back away from the action all the time it's like that's actually uh,
0: happening here <laughs> uh i mean cloverfield was kind of like that too uh, yeah but, but it that- made sense in cloverfield here it's just weird yeah, it, it just really was weird because it was it was like um it was like just tonal inconsistency. There we go. That's kind of the word I'm looking for. It was just kind of tonal inconsistency because like I'm specifically thinking about the scene where Tommy uh, walks upon the rotting pumpkins and it keeps cutting from it keeps cutting from him fighting the putties to this ridiculously silly game show, to Kim spinning spinning on the wheel, I guess, I think is what Mm -hmm. one part was.
1: Which, that one was just odd, because they would cut away to, where if you weren't asking the trick questions, you would have to do some ridiculous feat. Yes. Yeah. So in one, it was, she gets put on a wheel and spun around, the other one, Skull had to go, had to climb a giant rope web and grab toy spiders.
0: Mm-hmm. or toy bugs before the spider got him yeah
1: oh yeah that's right yeah but they were in yeah. the web and then they threw a, f- a very fake looking spider at him No.
0: Yeah. no yeah. so yeah I mean, oh it is- uh
1: it says i'm looking at the notes on the ranger wiki for this it says they obviously wheel of misfortune is a parody is a parody of wheel of fortune and vanna elvira is a spoof of vanna white right from, from there or but i can- uh, but i, I I'm it's pretty sure a, that...
0: What? It's a combi- It's a combination, I would say, from of Vanna, White, and Elvira.
1: Elvira, so, yeah, the horror yeah. host. But I actually think that I'm... It doesn't say so, I can't confirm it, but I'm 95% sure that, the show, that, this, that Trick or Treat was inspired by Let's Make a Deal.
0: Oh, yeah, was, for sure. Uh, which, yeah, um, for
1: those who don't know, was a game show where... Random the host would it's it's still going on right there's a new version of it now it's been going on for about 12, 13 years now I think it's hosted uh-huh. by Wayne Brady of whose uh-huh. lane is it anyway fame and the shtick is that they grab random people out of the you know the of the audience and they show them like three doors and they say pick one and you, and you get whatever is in there and a lot yeah. of times there's nothing. Hmm. You know, but they never know. And then they like they pick one. It's like, oh, you could get this. Do you want to trade for that? Uh-huh. What's in there? Do you know what's in there? And then, you know, because they have to make take the risk of you know, possibly getting something better or getting nothing. Uh-huh. So but one of, in the it became tradition on the show to wear outrageous costumes because that's what some people in the audience started doing. They would wear nutty costumes to get noticed. And then that's just what everybody started doing. Right. But anyway, uh, and then I think it's further cemented. My theory is further cemented because the original host of Let's Make a Deal was Monty Hall. And what's the name of the host on this show?
0: Monty. Monty, yeah. I will Not give, to be I, confused with he who shall not be named until the Ninja Steel episode. I do want, I do, however, want to give this episode props for- for not being as formulaic as a lot of other early episodes of power rangers. Mm-hmm. Because this one oh, doesn't there's no feel, sword fight in this. One. Yeah. There's no Zord fight in this one. This one feels not, this one feels not nearly as formulaic. Now you can argue that that kind, that some of the things that it does to break the formula are a little bit weird. Again, jump, the jump cuts back and forth are a little distracting, but in, in the grand scheme of it, <laughs> I don't think that this episode. I don't think this episode is terrible. It's a lot of fun.
1: No, uh, not at all. And for those of you who may have seen those really weird memes or gifs of the Rangers with pumpkins on their heads, that's where that comes. That, that's where that comes, where it from. comes
0: from. Like, uh, and I was actually going to say,
1: I mean, I was, it's it, that gif is meant to
0: be funny, but they're suffocating people. <laughs> I was going to I was just going to say that like this episode does give us some pretty interesting visuals, uh, uh pumpkin, <laughs> sure. pumpkin, pumpkin putties, specific
1: buddies, which will, I think, uh, let me check here. We'll talk more about that in the awards. Yeah, uh, we will. Yeah. I, I, although there's some goofy lines in this too. Like there was one I seriously considered cause you know me, Michael, I would have to consider this one. I would have to consider this one, but it's said by Tommy as the green Ranger right before he, uh, right before pumpkin rapper gets blowed up by the, this week we call it the mega blaster, <laughs> but it's also a uh I uh, know it's also pumpkin squash brain. See, I could not tell (laughs) what he was saying. It's Ostele Pumpkin Squash Brain.
0: (laughs) Ostele Pumpkin Squash Brain. Okay.
1: Yeah, which is funny because they correctly identify pumpkins there, but incorrectly label pumpkins vegetables earlier in the episode.
0: Yes, because pumpkins are technically
1: fruit. Yes, because they have seeds. Mm -hmm. They have seeds inside. Yes. It's one of the distinctive features of fruit. Yes. So
0: So, do your research. Right. Yes, quite. Um, But yeah, there's, there's just some really interesting visuals for this. Um, (laughs) Another, another, uh, not a ton of character focus, although Although there's
1: no, it's a lot to do with Kimberly to a lesser extent. Tommy, Tommy. The Tommy bit is kind of filler. They even recycled footage of the same karate tournament contestant from green with evil. It's the same guy doing the same thing.
0: It is. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Like this one's a little bit more character focused than the, than the, uh, than life's a masquerade, but you know, it's, it's, it's fine. It's fun. I don't have a problem. Yeah, with it. this is
1: good. Good Lord, pumpkin rapper.
0: This I is one really, of the rare
1: instances where rap actually works in Power Rangers, but it's just as a one off gimmick for a monster of the week.
0: I honestly going back to watch this episode, I was hoping for more puns. And unfortunately, this one didn't give me as much as many puns as I as I thought or expected.
1: Yeah, but it does kind of border on hello, fellow kids.
0: Hello, fellow kid.
1: (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. Like I said, it doesn't quite get there because, well, let's just say if there was ever a rap battle between Pumpkin Rapper and Robo Knight, my money's on Pumpkin Rapper. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, if they got into a real fight, that's so sure. Probably Robo Knight, but, you know, neither here nor there. Yeah, for sure. We would be remiss if we didn't have at least a brief thematic discussion with these episodes. Oh yeah, episodes. for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the show states what it thinks is the theme because basically Tommy and well Tommy and Kim have to bail on what they're doing mm-hmm. for because Ranger duties, right? And which Tommy has a much easier time. Kim actually has to f- fake a fainting spell, which is just pretty funny. Yeah. Especially when Billy tries to explain what happened. But
0: it's that, it's, it's for me, it's that little wink at the end to let everyone know she's okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then they have a little discussion at the end of the episode before Bulk and Skull find out that they got their cheating was discovered.
0: Don't know how Mm -hmm. because the show's rules are vague. And. (laughs) maybe they the easiest what the easiest way they could have done is said is said that oh we watched back at the we watched the footage and we saw you mouth to skull uh one of the answers right something like that
1: but anyway they have uh, kim and tommy have a little conversation where he basically says kim you don't have to win to be a winner whatever right. that's not the what the impression i was getting show which is priorities priorities <laughs> Because, priorities. Show, because Kim made
0: the right decision. She chose Ranger duty over a new car. Right. Exactly. She chose, she, she chose, she sacrificed that opportunity. Cause I wrote down priorities and sacrifice sacrifice, not as much, but it just essentially just, I think priorities fits all of it because you know, sometimes you kind of have to you you know, priorities take precedent over what you actually want over like selfish desires. Mhm. Mhm. Although well, I don't know. I don't know
1: what kind of car she drives, but you know, but I understand. You miss out on an opportunity to just completely own the dork that you're <laughs> you're playing against mm. to get a new car. I mean, it seems like honestly one of the easiest game shows for the biggest prize. Yeah, come on! You get a car for doing this? I could think, you know, maybe like a
0: thousand dollars, maybe, but a car? No, (laughs) it's like that'd be tough. Like, can you? And it was a nice car too. I would have been, I would have been tempted to say, guys, can you handle it? And I'll. Uh, and I'm going to stay here and win the car. But of course the, yep. the, the and the that's ju- when, the ju- and
1: that's when Zordon would call you in and take, and
0: t- take your morpher away. Right. But the Jiu two, the Jiu two footage wouldn't have allowed that. So, yeah. um,
1: which is funny. If you, I think we talked about this at the previous uh, in our MMPR episode, but it is kind of funny watching these Japanese stunt performers technically playing completely different. Games. Oh yeah, it is. It, it is funny. like, the it's still the same guy. Guy playing the Yellow Ranger. Can you imagine? He's just like. By the way, you're a girl now. Oh, okay.
0: It's <laughs> like, oh, okay.
1: Right.
0: Are you gonna pad the suit? <laughs> but back to thematics. Like this, this show wants you to wants you to think that you can still be a winner even if you don't win. But really, it's priorities. It, it, like we yeah. said, it, it's priorities. It's it's making a- sure that you're putting your it's, it's making sure that you're putting the most important priorities first. And in this case, it's saving the world from a giant wrapping pumpkin.
1: Of course I do that every other week.
0: Of course it's like, that's what I'm doing on Tuesday.
1: Yeah. 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 For me, it was Tuesday
0: (laughs) after, after I, um, I'll pay bills on Monday. Uh, I'll go to the grocery store, probably Monday evening, but on Tuesday I'm saving the world from a giant wrapping pumpkin. Hmm. My schedule is full. (laughs) It's going to be a hectic week. Uh, Yeah. And then there's the traffic light turtle on Wednesday. Uh, Yeah. hmm. And then you got the the, you got the giant gold guy on Thursday.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, He I think he's bugging you this week. I have the snarky bonehead.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 They, they, they like to switch sometimes. So who's, who's taking care of that femme fatale that likes to dress as a scorpion? Well, I'm the one guy in this
1: call who's, I'm the one guy in this call who doesn't have a girlfriend. So I, I'm claiming that one.
0: Okay. All right. I volunteer as tribute. Okay. Um, but yeah, (laughs) we, we, that's, you know, we wanted to try to at least have a mini. (laughs) I didn't know you got Julie into cosplay this week. Oh, goodness. (laughs) (laughs) cosplay uh it is halloween nudge nudge wink wink um anyway 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 but she'll never listen she'll never know she never does i try to get her to listen she never does um she, she has to hear me talk about nerd stuff all the time she doesn't want to listen to a whole podcast of it um but yeah we we you know, we want to at least acknowledge that there were some thematics at play in one of these episodes. Um, so probably
1: the writers didn't pick up on the obvious one.
0: Mm-hmm. Seriously.
1: I'm like, this is, it's right there guys. Right there. You just should, you just could have spelled it out, but okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Go for the one that might be, I don't know more kid relevant
0: Eh, maybe like given the age demographic probably like priorities like what kind of priorities is our kids gonna have at this age
1: uh, homework of... over video games
0: yeah it's true yeah you're right you're right homework no, over man. video games yeah so, homework so yeah. over
1: anything fun
0: yeah <laughs> So, so priorities,
1: you know, what would have been really great is if Tommy went full tilt Deadpool and just looked right at the screen and said, so kids do your homework before you watch this episode. Why are you watching this episode and haven't done your homework?
0: But but yeah, there is, there are thematics in this episode. Uh, We just wanted to point it out because that's kind of our thing. That's kind of our thing. And now, you know, what else is our thing? The awards, the awards from
1: my other show who stole it
0: from another show. Which, we're actually kind of stealing the whole format, like verbatim, for this episode. Thieves! They stole it from us! <laughs> oh god, that was incredibly creepy. Anyway, <laughs> for for our, <laughs> for our first award, it is our Power Range of Motion <laughs> award that we give to the best stunt or fight scene, and... Nathan, you know what? I'm feeling generous today, and I'm going to make you a priority. Oh, it, it, is this my treat? Yes, this is the your tricks. treat. No tricks. I get a treat this time. No, no <gasps> tricks. You get a treat. You. I'm going <gasps> to make you a priority, and you get to go first.
1: Oh, goody, goody, gumdrops. Yeah, but I, I, I have to. <sighs> there are tech there are technically more impressive things in terms of fight choreography and all that oh, yeah. but this was just too entertaining not oh to. yeah oh, and yeah, i'm yeah. a freaking ballroom dancer i have to bring this up but it's the little quote-unquote dance fight <laughs> that frankenstein has with the random high school girl just grabs him out of the crowd. He's like, hey freaky let's dance and he's like and he's actually trying to like smack her and you're like if he gets a clean shot on this chick she's not gonna have that head attached anymore I mean oh yeah <laughs> it's funny he's like and he just keeps missing and he keeps and she just keeps dancing and she just thinks he's still dancing with her <laughs> it just <keeps> going <laughs> it, it just cracked me up so much watching it because there are points where they're actually dancing and the choreography looks decent it actually looks like a real dance it looks like they're actually doing hustle Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. (laughs) and I'm like, I know how to do this. They're actually kind of doing it. Normally, I'm kind of a snob when it comes to dance choreography like this, because I'm like, I don't think you're doing it right. I actually know how, but you're actually doing it kind of right. So I'm. Who knows? There, there might be there might be a ballroom routine in my future that looks eerily similar to this. I don't know. That would be hilarious, and I hope you <laughs> and
0: I and I hope you record it so that we can all. Laugh I always along record you. my rehearsals, and so that so that we can laugh at you. I mean, recitals. We, excuse me. So we so we can laugh along with you. Laugh along <laughs> with you, not not at you. Um Okay. So for my power range of motion award, it's going to go to the Rangers versus the pumpkin putties because it's just ridiculous.
1: We'll talk about that a little bit more. It's (laughs) it's
0: just, it's just ridiculous. It looks ridiculous. And yeah, like I would say out of the two episodes that we are talking about, there's not a ton of overly impressive fight choreography um there's not a ton of impressive stunt work it's really
1: definitely better than the really early episodes
0: oh yeah it's definitely better than that but still yeah like compared to some of the other episodes where like they're doing like crazy flips and stunts and jumping off v- buildings and stuff yeah there this one's pretty this one this is pretty 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 run-of-the-mill at least i think so yeah yeah and then next up is our ultra sfx zord award he said stu- it right that we give to the best special effects. And you know what Nathan, I'm still I'm still feeling pretty generous. So I'm going to make you a priority yet again and you can go first.
1: More treats? You're too Ooh. kind. Anyway, this one
0: <laughs> just don't I'm eat the su-
1: I, good advice. I, especially with Rita the space witch around, you never know. Mm. <laughs> but this one I'm giving to cuz I'm a sucker for miniatures. And anytime I see some some interesting or impressive miniature work from Toei, because I honestly think Superaya does miniatures better than Toei, but I like seeing Rita floating on her putty ball, her putty ball, hmm. in the Frankenstein episode, and she's like, ah, ha, ha, "Go kill him right now." <laughs>
0: That is an imp- that's that's a pretty impressive little miniature. I mean, I would say some of the some of these earlier Saban seasons, they weren't bad on the miniatures. They could have been way worse. I mean, no, I think been I worse. think
1: Toei got better. You got to understand, I'm I am neck deep in common Rider from the 70s. I've seen Toei's progression. So this is better, but I still think Super Aya, that was their bread and butter. So they yeah. oh, they yeah, were masters sure. at it. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. But like I said, seeing unique ones like this, like, yeah, nice job, Toei.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, you know, just for the sake of being different, and I'm going to go, I'm just going to go ahead and pick the Impaler, or AKA the time when the Dragonzord impaled Frank, because that's actually really brutal. And And that that was
1: actually new effects that they had to overlay.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes, it was. And I personally like the, the, the dragon Zord and warrior mode combination is one of my favorite Zord combinations, period. End of story. Um, just because it, I just think it looks cool. Cause I like the giant like dragon symbol chest plate. Um, mm. and I just think that's just a really cool way to end your villain is just impaling them with a giant drill. And the fact that they didn't censor it is
1: pretty impressive.
0: They did, and I was actually really impressed with uh with how they edited the footage because when I I, I went back and watched those episodes from Jew Ranger, and it's pretty immediate after Frank gets impaled that he starts turning into, um uh well Dora uh, zombie Frank, aka Mutitus. So good on them, good on the production team for editing that, fu- editing that in a way that looked good.
1: Mm-hmm. Next up, we have.
0: We have our more phenomenal Mad Libs that we give to the best line. And you know what? I'm going to go first this time and I'm oh. going to give it to the pumpkin rapper when he says, Oh, you Rangers make me so mad. waking me up with a rap that bad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. So <laughs> cuz apparently that's what so that's what you need to do, kids. Don't worry about finding the great pumpkin with Charlie Brown. No, 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 no. No, Linus, really. Yeah, when you go into the pumpkin patch, no, just say you know, say a really bad rap line. Yes. And hopefully pumpkin rapper will show up. And then you just better pray he doesn't murder you. At least the great pumpkin will give you presents. You this don't is true. want to this is true. You know what? You know what? Let's, Michael, let's make a habit of sending the naughty children to the pumpkin patches with that assignment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the it's like a yeah, yeah,
1: pumpkin wrapper is like Halloween Krampus.
0: The, uh, the naughty listeners with attitude have to go to the pumpkin, have to go to the yes. rotten pumpkin patch.
1: Yes. The good li- listeners with attitude get the great pumpkin with Linus and yes. the bad ones get pumpkin wrapper Halloween Krampus. Yes.
0: Quite. So what was your more phenomenal Mad Lib?
1: I gave it to Billy. This is at a time when they were still doing the Billy says big crazy word shtick. And, but they they actually did it with the catchphrase of the show. And I thought, okay, that's funny. So he's the first one to run into Frankenstein in the cave. And and he's dressed like Sherlock Holmes, which is very appropriate for Billy. And when he realizes he's gonna have to pick a fight with Frankenstein, he says, "It's time for molecular transmutation." (laughs) Thank you, David Yost.
0: (laughs) I miss uh, I miss overly analytical, very literal Billy. I do. Yeah,
1: yeah. They drop that later. They do. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I wish I I wish that they would have kept a little bit of that shtick going into season two and three with Billy and even in Zio. Like, yeah, it's still David Yost. It's still the same Billy character. It's just I wish they would have kept the the very literal sounding language, the very literal scientific sign sounding language. There we go.
1: Right, right, right.
0: And then finally we have. Our I, 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 can't believe that happened award that we give to the craziest moment. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go ahead and go again first. And very appropriately. <laughs> yes. Alpha gets the girls. <laughs> so, ay, ay, ay.
1: I got the babes.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I love it. I, I, you know, I love that Alpha showed up for, for the costume party. I love that everyone found him adorable. I love that. I just love that he won because I love alpha and like, there's not much else I can say there. Although
1: I have to admit, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I was just, how far did that go? I'm just curious. We're not,
0: we're not rule 34 in this March. No, no,
1: I don't want to rule thirty four it, but I mean, he can't even kiss him. I'm just saying, I mean, okay. <laughs> okay. All right.
0: well, I mean, he was just, <laughs> He was, just, he was just trying to give him some megabytes from his hard drive is all.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was going to say, you realize this setup is just rife with possibility, right? <laughs> Most of which we can't keep. And that's why
0: we're going to stop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, while-
1: Alpha really wants to show those ladies his flash drive, right?
0: <laughs> and that's why we're going to stop while we're ahead. And speaking of heads... <laughs>
1: because because the rappers is big and orange
0: <laughs>
1: Good Lord. i regret little of it a little bit yeah okay i hope so a little bit of it <laughs> Uh, mine goes to the pumpkin head putty. It's just because it is a weird kind of surreal image. That whole scene is actually yeah. filmed. I feel like a little bit soft focus. So it looks kind of dreamlike and weird. It almost, it, you know what? It almost kind of reminds me of Michael, that what? pumpkin patch scene, Matango, like the really oh, weird yeah. parts of Matango. Oh yeah. But just yeah. goofier.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like if, for anyone who out there who has not watched Matongo, it's a, it's a, it's a movie about giant uh, mushroom people.
1: Who attack? Um, who attack? According to the US title. No, it's an early 60s Japanese horror movie that is about killer mushrooms, which I promise you it is infinitely more interesting than that.
0: <laughs> it's it's got so much more dignity than what it would than what it would probably imply.
1: Or what its U.S. title would tell you. Exactly. But anyway, regardless, it's really weird. And it actually makes sense that the putties can put these suffocating pumpkins. Remember that next time you see that gift, people. Those are the rangers suffocating. They say that in the episode. The pumpkins suffocate people. That is their purpose. It is actually kind of horrifying. If you stop and think about it. Rita,
0: you word i can't say <laughs> that as is... someone as someone who is mildly claustrophobic that's terrifying
1: i'm just saying yeah so keep that in mind keep that in mind so it makes sense that the putties can just wear them to be funny because they don't
0: breathe exactly they're just rock people oh they're clay well yeah so those were our
1: awards
0: uh <laughs> awkward silence is awkward (laughs) so nathan do you know what time it is is it time for molecular transmutation well i mean it's also it's morphin time and this is the part of the episode where in 60 seconds or less we can give our final thoughts on a particular season or in this case pair of episodes that we'll be discussing. So Nathan, do you have your timer ready?
1: On your mark, get set, go. Timer has started.
0: So, okay. So, happy yeah. Halloween, mother. Happy Halloween, motherfuckers. <laughs> like I this was a this was a fun pair of episodes. You know, the thematics here were not super deep, but honestly, you know, we were just doing this episode to have fun. And this yeah. is this we is like two Halloween
1: of the, on this show.
0: We do. We love Halloween on this show. We actually like most holidays on this show. Yes, um, we do. Yes, we do. And if you want an episode of Power Rangers to you know
1: to throw on at a Halloween party or something like that, or you got all that candy and you need to, you know, you need to binge eat it and give yourself a stomachache. These are a pair of good episodes to start with.
0: They are. And they're infinitely better, in my opinion, than what Halloween specials would come after. Although the one in Samurai was kind of funny. Yeah, the Samurai episode was pretty good. The first one.
1: The first one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: This was a lot of fun. Now I'm going
1: to subject myself to the one from Ninja Steel. Yeah. So
0: this was a lot of fun. Go watch it. it. And time. So, yes, this is our
1: Halloween lightning round. And as we have <laughs> kind of been hyping already the entire episode, our next mainline show is going to be on Ninja Steel and Super Ninja Steel. I'm so
0: excited. And I uh, just can't hide it. Woo! Okay, to be fair, though, uh, most of Ninja Steel I have enjoyed except for just a couple of things. Eh, Mainly the eh, fart jokes.
1: eh, eh, Well, and then there's they who shall not be named until that episode.
0: Yes. Quite. And with that listeners with attitude, may you always do the Transylvania twist. (laughs) And may the power protect you. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, listeners. Thank you for listening to The Power Trip, a podcast produced and hosted by Michael Hamilton and Nathan Marching. If you'd like to send us feedback, email us at powertrippod at gmail.com.
1: Follow us on Twitter, where our handle is at the Pod,
0: and join our official Facebook group, Power Rangers Legacy. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and other great podcasters. The podcast logo was designed by Rebecca Hudgens. Follow her on Instagram at super underscore r underscore illustrations.
1: Our theme songs are from the album Power of the Grid by Neil Stenson. We also use Galaxy Quest Instrumental by Heaven Wraith from the OC Remix album Jet Force Gemini Mizar Attacks. All film and audio clips belong to their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended or implied.
0: The Power Trip has no association with Saban Entertainment or Hasbro. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and or Podchaser to spread the word about the show. And until next time, see ya!
1: This podcast is part of the Kaiju Ramen Podcasting Network and is copyright 2022 Kaiju Ramen Media LLC.